0: Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down? The grid? Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chrisanne Hall Daily Journal. Chrisanne Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. You know, that's the one that gets me in the most trouble. The whole cult of personality issue when people get angry at me for, you know, pointing out that their favorite candidate, their favorite political party, their favorite uh, talking head whatever... (laughs) is not actually as constitutional as they profess to be. So that's what gets me in trouble. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Please go ahead right now, like and share uh, this show. If you share early and share often, then people can get their notice to be on board with us today, watch the whole show, come in and watch it live with us here. I'm watching you guys in the chat room so we can watch you live and bring other people in. The problem is is that notices uh, don't go out because they simply don't like us that much. Imagine that. Imagine after today's show, they might like us even a little less, but uh, glad to see everybody here in the chat room. My goodness, coast to coast, east to west, north to south, everybody in the house. That almost rhymed. Gets get to be rhyming when JC's not here with me. So happy new year to everybody. We are getting back into the groove of the shows. You guys know that JC and I uh once or twice a year we do a whole media fast thing. And and we do suggest that you do that as well it's not healthy to have a constant diet of all of the negativity and the defeat and everything that comes out of the mouths of the media realizing media and politicians only have one thing to say and those things are the things that bring about despair and chaos because they profit off despair and chaos. It's what it's what it's an it's the drug that addicts people to their channels and to their messages. So if you are in despair, then you are addicted to finding a hope with them. If you are uh you know, watching the chaos. It's like a train wreck. You can't peel your eyes off of it. So these are the kind of things you kind of got to break away from, take a deep breath, spend time with family, get a good influx of hope, spend your time with your, your spiritual leaders and your spiritual family and, and rebuild who you are. Once again, it's, it's, you know, a good way to Purge the negative, prickly things that you consume and put the good stuff back in. And it really is sort of perspective changing, really. Uh, How many of you by show of hands out there in our chat room uh, actually do this kind of media fast every every once in a while? It's, It's something if you haven't tried it, you... You should really do it. If you're watching us and you're not watching us live, go ahead and leave a comment. Let us know what you guys are doing for your media fast moments. Me, if you follow me on social media, then you know what I'm doing is baking. I'm cooking. I'm baking. I'm in the kitchen. That's my happy place. And so uh, during my media fast, JC gets to gain weight, LOL. <laughs> Oh, Larry! Thank you so much for the super chat so so early on into the show. Way to start off the new year with encouraging, Chris Anne. Thank you guys for sharing. Thank you guys for all of your comments. Look at that! Everybody's like cheering Larry on. Cheer Larry on for giving us a super chat uh, encouragement today. You know, um. I just wanted to start off with a little bit of a laugh. Those of you who are following me on Instagram, you know uh, my Instagram channel, is where we disseminate information. And every once in a while, you get to see a little personal post from Chris Ann on Instagram. I don't do the personal posts on Facebook because that's mostly a professional page. It's entirely a professional page. And uh, so the Instagram is a little bit of a mix of both. So you get to see a little bit of the family action. You get to see some of the things that I was baking over the holidays. And then you also get to see the stuff that I put on Facebook, which are the Professional posts, so you can follow me on Instagram at chrisannhall at uh, chrisanne. hall. Uh, it's interesting because I appear to be out of Instagram jail. Yay! Where's where's that thing? We gotta give. I know we have a. Oh, I thought we had like clapping hand videos in here. JC had that up here. I don't see it up there right now. Anyway, an audience clapping hands. We used to have that. I don't know where it went to, but, um, I appear to be out of Instagram jail. So before you were unable to actually tag me in Instagram posts, now you can tag me again. Woohoo! So let me show, I don't know how long that'll last, especially given the fact that, you know, this is my sense of humor, right? Flu Rona. Really seriously. Somebody, I don't remember. I think it was actually JC or my pastor or somebody. It was like Flu Rona. Have you heard of Flu Rona? I thought they were joking. I thought that was actually satire, but it's 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 a real thing, guys. It's absolutely a real thing. See you, Nate. See you, Nate. Uh JC's not here to appreciate your roll tide today. I'm not really personally offended by that sort of stuff. So <laughs> you're you're your jab loses effectiveness with me, but flu-rona. So here's my question to the world out there. Is this a test to see how gullible or how stupid a mass population can be? Really? I mean, are they so brazen in their arrogance? They have the audacity to to name a new version flu-rona. I mean, is that to really it just? It, here's the alternative: is it a? Is this the powerful mocking the population for being a loyal cult? I mean, seriously, because that's what it feels like. I'd be like, "Are you mocking me?" Flu, Rona, I, I don't, I don't understand why the entire world cannot look at this and think, "Are you, are you freaking kidding me? Is this satire? What, what is this? What is this?" actually mean? I I don't know. It's just, I, I can't, I can't make myself think like this, guys. I really do. I try to sort of put myself into that little niche because in reality, I used to be there. Remember, I was a hardcore socialist. Really. Those of you who are new to the program may not know that i have repented i have seen the light i am focused squarely and securely on the acquisition and search for truth the dissemination of truth but i believe that i have i wouldn't call it an advantage but i have a an advantage because i actually was in the party of the deceived and i came about the truth on my own you know the the somebody out there who took the time to sow truth into me and allowed me the grace to start spinning the wheels on my own and start thinking wait a minute Maybe this does make a little bit of sense. And the moment someone liked the former me, hardcore socialists. No, I I was a eugenicist. I believed that the human population was a plague on the earth. That we should diminish our population and allow the the grass and the trees and the animals to take over because it's their planet that we've overtaken, right? you know i was not racially or ethnically biased i believed all humankind was a cancer on society and that the proper response was population elimination or at least thinning of the herd if you will i mean i was hardcore I mean, you know me if you've been around me any time of in, in in your following of us, then you realize, hey, look, Chrisanne doesn't do anything halfway. So as a socialist, I didn't do anything halfway. But somebody sowed into me a seed of truth. And it took root. Somewhere in my mind, in my spirit, and caused me to question. See, that's how you have to communicate people. You'll never convince and convert people by spewing facts at them. No, you have to plant a question, which is the computer virus of the mind the red pill or the blue pill. Do you want to know reality or are you happy living? in the matrix right it's just reaching a people where they are in their world with a question because a question is a computer virus of the mind and you can't get away from it questions are plants for my christian brothers and sisters take a survey in the bible jesus always addressing the people with a question A parable of a question. A question of a question. Because the question is what causes people to change their own minds. And that's what happened to me. A question was planted. And it caused my mind to seek the answer. And so here I am. Here I am now. A sower of truth a former cult member, a former member of the group of the deceived. So I understand all of that. But now that I'm out, it's really kind of hard for me to plug back in. It's that whole thing. You can't unsee certain things. How many of you, by show of hands on a minute, how many of you have bought a car? And before you bought that car, you didn't see that car on the highway. But then all of a sudden you buy that car and it's like every third person has your car. Well, of course, nobody went out and every third person didn't go out and buy the car the same way well, you did. But it's about perception. It's about wakening your eyes to what's out there in reality and you can't unsee it. And so when I see fluorona I really kind of weep. For the people that are still where I was and think the scales of deception are so great for you. I feel so bad for you. I don't pity you. I don't pity. It's not pity. Don't get me wrong because that's condescending. I just want you to be where I am, right? I want you to be in this reality, in the reality, right? I want you to be here in this reality. And so, you know, that's why we do what we do. That's why we do the show. That's why we're traveling around the country. That's why we have uh liberty com, which is our educational platform form. That's why we have Liberty First Legal, right? Liberty First Legal to bring everybody their legal truth. Um, trying to find. What happened to our Liberty First Society tag? I have to make one of those. I don't know what happened. Anyway, uh, I don't want to spend time on that, but LibertyFirstSociety.com. It's back here. LibertyFirstSociety.com is where you can get your education and share education so people can break free of those deceptions, right? Fluorona. Come on, seriously. How do you not fall on the floor dying laughing over the idea of freaking Fluorona? I'm serious. Some, some arrogant jackass is on some office somewhere laughing his butt off at the people who think that this is a real thing. I I, I don't know. It's just absolutely crazy to me. How about some good news, guys? Some really, really encouraging stuff out there. So this just happened on Monday. We didn't have a show on Monday, but I wanted to share it with you anyway because it's really important we have a judge who has issued yet another stay against biden's mandates and this on behalf of the navy seals seeking religious exemptions here is actually the opinion and it is you guys come on look i have read i don't know tens i don't thousands i don't want to exaggerate but it feels like tens of thousands thousands of of opinions written by the courts and this one ranks right up there in probably my bucket of top 10 of best written orders by a judge i mean if you want to understand how the the analytical process of of thinking is supposed to work uh, judicial process of analytical thinking supposed to work. This is such a well laid out um, opinion. I'm going to go ahead and copy it. Let me see if it'll let me copy it and put it here in the chat room live. So in the live chat feed, there you go. You can see it there. It, it, it's uh, First Liberty Institute, which is firstliberty.org. First Liberty Institute is the law firm that is handling this case, and we are grateful for what they're doing. But let me show you a couple of things in this opinion that are pretty, pretty amazing. Justice O'Connor, I'm going to scroll down to the second page. Look at this. He says, the COVID-19 pandemic provides the government no license to abrogate those freedoms. There is no COVID-19 exception to the First Amendment. There is no military exclusion from our Constitution. Even George Washington himself said that our, our members, our service members do not relinquish their citizenship to become member service members by fighting for liberty they don't surrender their liberties now this whole thing is 26 pages long it's it's i'm telling you it's worth a read if you don't mind that and if you're one of my my judicial wonkies out there my legal nerds my history nerds this is something that's going to go down in the history books so at least in the legal history books you should read this Uh, It's right up there with a Gorsuch opinion. Now I'm going to take you down to the bottom because I want you to see what he says. I mean, the whole analysis is so great. But look at this. He says, uh, let's see. Uh, Where we are. The plaintiff's loss of religious liberties outweighs any forthcoming harm to the Navy. Even the direst of circumstances cannot justify the loss of constitutional rights. Now I'm reading this, so you guys know how I feel about the words constitutional rights, but this is the judge. Even the direst of circumstances cannot justify the loss of constitutional rights. Fortunately for the future, Fortunately, he says, the future does not look so dire. Check this out. Ah, I love this. This is just poking his finger in the face of all of those whacked out, you know, bodies in the streets, bodies in the streets. Nearly 100% of the Navy has been vaccinated. Hospitalizations are rising at a much slower rate than COVID-19 cases and COVID-19 treatments are becoming more effective and widely available. See what this judge is doing is saying, look people, first off the Constitution of the United States is supreme. And the government can't keep hanging on to this invention of pandemic to circumvent and subvert the rights of the people because the Constitution is supreme and the rights of the people are supreme. We can't you can't keep doing this. This is not what you're allowed to do to do. And by the way, we're we're noticing out there. Okay? We're noticing that it's getting better. We're noticing that it's going away. So you can keep ramping up your fauciisms and the new vaccination is is booster times for You can keep up that propaganda narrative. Justice O'Connor is saying. But we don't buy it anymore. Because, you know, Omicron. Fluorona. Fluoromicon. Rona. Whatever you want to call it. It's not... Bad. I mean, those of us who have been following this before already knew, um, you know, if you, you watch the t- statistics and you weren't part of the deceived and, you know, those who haven't bought their car of truth yet and they don't see the truth everywhere, didn't realize, you know, that the fatality rates, regardless of how they, you know what, even the way they crafted the numbers out of thin air, 0.0 something chance of fatality. Now it's just nothing. You don't feel good. You got a headache, maybe you got a fever. It's so bad now they have to tell you what's the difference between the flu and flu Rona because you can't tell the difference. They have to make up differences, right? Oh, this is a new symptom. This is that, this is the other, whatever. It's the flu. And so that's what this judge is doing. The narrative is crashing down around them. And trust me, they know it. And they're going to get desperate. What do I mean? Growing to get desperate. They're getting desperate. They're they're you're you're gonna see fauciisms all over the place. You're gonna see headlines all over the place. Let me see if I can pull up some of my headlines. Here's the one thing. Australia. Australia cancels top tenors players' visa. Because he got a religious exemption. Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison said, No one is above the rules. Well, the rules allow for religious exemptions. See, this is how they change the narrative by rewriting the rules. What I was going to find something for, let me see if I can pull this up really quick. But they're getting desperate, they're going to keep getting desperate. They're going to keep pushing false narratives. They're going to keep exaggerating the narratives so that they can keep sowing this irrational and now more and more difficult to substantiate fear just so they can keep the people in this Subjective or uh, subservient—that's the word I'm looking for. Subservient obedience, but they're losing it. They're losing their hold. And what's interesting? What's interesting is I was on. Let me go ahead and pull this up for you. Let's see. How do I pull this up? Uh, um. Um. I don't have Facebook on here. Anyway, I don't think it was. I was on, if you go to my Facebook page, I was on a podcast yesterday. Uh David Lowry Jr. Now, David Lowry Jr. has a podcast out of uh Chicago. Let me see if I can find his podcast. And he is a guy who is trying to reach people in Chicago about the deception. Maybe I can find it by finding his Facebook page. But anyway, uh, trying to find, help people. Oh, here we go. I don't... uh, do to do to do. I should give you this whole thing just so you can see it. So, David Lowry Jr. on Facebook. David Lowry Jr. has a podcast where he is trying to reach people in Chicago. I mean, he's straight up in the middle of that mess in Chicago. And I was on his podcast yesterday. And uh, we were talking about all the deception. And it's amazing to me how many people, not just simply waking up to the deceptions of the flu Rona, whatever you call it, but it's also waking them up to the political deceptions in general. I mean David throws down truth. I mean he just he just totally totally throws down the truth and and he doesn't pull any punches guys and he has a strong following there in Chicago. And he's helping people and they're helping people and people all over are waking up to more. See once you see truth in one form. It's just like everywhere. And so I wanted to share this with you because I want to encourage you. I want you to be educated. I want you to know the whole truth. That's part of what Patrick Henry said in his give me liberty or give me death speech. He said, "I would rather know the whole truth, no matter how bad it is, so I can be prepared for it. I'm here to give you the whole truth, the whole red pill truth. But that doesn't mean it all has to be doom and gloom. Because knowing the red pill truth ought to wake you up to hope and see you all the uh, let you see all the other people out there who are outside the matrix with you. You know, I mean, I think." It's kind of crazy because here's the thing, you know, we use the matrix analogy and when I back in the day when I had the terrestrial radio show through Genesis Communications Network and uh, uh, we had rated terrestrial stations all over America that were carrying us. One of my intros was the the intro to uh, or the exit to the last Matrix. I wonder if I can find that. Um, oh, I bet I can by just, (laughs) by just going to my old shows. Um, I don't know how to get that, but I'll I'll find you one of my old shows so you can see. Uh, but anyway, we started off the shows of, um, Oh, that's not one of them. At least if I can find another one. Anyway, we started off the shows with this X, with the matrix thing. And the reason that we did that was not just simply a realization that there's a different kind of truth out there, but a realization that, yes, um, there are other people out there with you. The other people out there with you who are awake, and that's the hope, guys. The hope is in realizing you're not alone in any way, shape, or form. And let me see. I'm, I'm going to find you one of these because they're so much fun. There we go. I found one. All right, here we go. Ha. So this is what, this is back when we were on the terrestrial stations. So there's no video it's all audio but I just wanted to play this for you guys so you can see it because I want you to know I mean we have shows going all the way back to 2000 when we started holy cow back in 2006 I think this one's from 2014 but let me go ahead and play it really quick for you so you can just hear how we used to start I know you're out there I know that you're afraid you're afraid of us you're afraid of change I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. So we started all of our shows like that back then uh, the YouTube. Show. Any vomit that crosses that lady's path has met its match. So, we, I, I love that little John Wayne clip that's in there too. But YouTube won't let us start us with those. They ding us with all this stupid, uh, you know, copyright garbage. When I'm, because of who we are, we're news, we're an analyst, we're informational, we're educational, we're not subject to all of that stupidity, but here we are. Anyway, but that's been our mission forever is to sow the truth so that people can make the decision for themselves to come out and to seek truth. And the beauty of that is once you're out and you look around and you see all the people that are out here with you, wow. I mean, seriously, Patricia. Patricia's been with us for a very long time. (laughs) There's lots of you. James have been out there. uh, Yeah, there's a lot of you that have been with you. Tara, uh, Jordan, everybody. So uh, we're just glad to have you guys still with us all these many years. But what I want to show you in a last segment of the show today is the new marching orders. Right, Because we got to know the truth and we got to be prepared for it. But I want you to understand that when the truth, as it gets darker out there, because it will get darker before we see the light at the end of the tunnel, it will get darker. In you're in that dark space. I want you to realize we're not alone. There are so many out there. And we know this. Okay. We know this because the narrative is being crafted to demonize those of us who see truth, to demonize in the population of those who are still blinded eyes, to to justify the persecutions that are coming. These are the times the try men souls, the summer soldier and the sunshine patriot, will shrink from their duty. But those who stand for your liberty now, you will receive not just simply the praise of men and women of today, but of generations to come. And so tomorrow, our, I'm sorry, Friday show, we're going to be talking about something that I've been talking about for a while, the answer. you could go ahead and, and send the message out, tell everybody to watch, um, the narrative of, uh, our founders would be shooting by now. I'm going to answer that question for you once and for all on Friday, but I want to show you something first. Okay. And don't go in the chat room and start answering the question now, because when I answer it for you, you might feel foolish. Okay. So, just leave that leave that alone for right now we'll deal with it later when we can deal with it in time and in full right but i want to show you an abc article that is giving us an indication of the new narrative these are the new marching orders for the propagandists for the ministry of truth for the persecutors and the prosecutors now watch this because if you haven't been if you haven't been among the red pilled for a very long time if you're new to the red pill this might be something that's a little bit outside your knowledge window. So let me take you through this, okay? Watch this. This just came out today. How a standoff in Nevada years ago set the militia movement on a crash course with the U.S. Capitol. So remember, we're we're on this whole thing. Tomorrow is January 6th. That's why the title is called version 1.6, January 6th. So tomorrow you're going to see all of this propaganda trying to reboot this destructive, this violent narrative that they've completely manufactured, rewritten. What actually happened on the uh, on on January 6th? So um, I'm gonna try to find this this thing on the Babylon B because my pastor showed it to me today. Uh, but it was absolutely f- hilarious. It's got to be up here. let's see. Uh, well, I'll find it for you. Maybe we'll talk about it later. But anyway, this narrative about January 6th is completely and totally contrived. And the further away from the event, the more and more we're going to, to these people, the narrative writers, the, the propagandists' machines, are going to gra- are going to gravitate away from actual truth. So much so that you won't even be able to recognize what actually happened. So um, this is going to be part of the narrative. This idea that this has been going on. Oh, there it is. I found it. Ha! I knew I was going to find it for you. 10 fun ways to celebrate January 6th this year. Share your celebration plans, oh, come on, B, with all your friends on parlor. (laughs) Gather the whole family around the TV to watch the Big Macy's January 6th day parade. Perform a historical reenactment of the violent, bloody battle by wandering slowly through your city hall and taking photos. See, that was actually my favorite. Little suggestion. Because um, because nothing actually happened. Right? Nothing actually happened. Perform a historical reenactment. That's my favorite one. Be sure to put out tang and cookies for Trump claws, hide fraudulent ballots around the house for the kids to find, dress up as a buffalo. Gather the family around the fire to re-listen to Trump's speech ordering you to loot, kill, and destroy. Okay, you're not going to find that one. But anyway, go find that Babylon B. 10 Great Ways to... 10 Great Ways to Spend January 6th to just highlight to you what's going on in this narrative. But let me walk you through this really quick. It's not going to take long. I promise. How the standoff in Nevada years ago set the militia movement on a crash course with the U.S. Capitol. Within days of Joe Biden being projected as the winner of the 2020 presidential election, the founder of the Oath Keepers militia, Stuart Rhodes, appeared on right-wing radio to warn of a coming bloody fight to save the republic. So now watch how this It was a fleeting moment on fringe radio, but it reflected nearly a decade's worth of anti-government rhetoric. In one moment, it connected some of the nation's most prominent anti-government figures, Alex Jones, Stuart Rhodes, and the Bundy family, who led two high-profile confrontations with the federal government in 2014 and 2016. Watch what this nut job with the Department of Homeland Security says, okay? Elizabeth Newman, former Assistant Secretary for Counterterrorism and Threat Prevention at the Department of Homeland Security, told ABC News, quote, when you tell somebody that it's an existential uh, crisis and they're the only thing that can stop it, some small percentage of people who think that the only thing to do then is to commit an act of violence. Then you have Daryl Johnson, former senior domestic terrorism analyst, DHS agreed, saying he believes that there is, quote, a straight line you can draw, end quote, between January 6th and what activists Ammon Bundy and his father started years ago on their Nevada ranch. Donald, Donald Harvin, Dr. Donald Harvin, a senior researcher at Rand Corporation, Go ahead and do your research there on Rand Corporation. I'll let you run down that rabbit trail. Who is Rand? Here's the seed I'll plant for you. Who is Rand Corporation? And why is Dr. Donnell Harvin's statement so significant? Go see how deep the rabbit hole goes. He says it's a point on a timeline, talking about Bundy. It portends that to something that's been brewing for years and that's still going on today, portends, that means to warn, okay? For those of you who do not know what he's talking about, he's talking about the farmers and ranchers in Nevada, fighting the federal government takeover of their land. Now, they don't put my name in this article, but I have been since 2000, let me see when this was, since 2016, I have been considered by the federal government, I'm sure, by proxy of the Southern Poverty Law Center, because the Southern Poverty Law Center has listed me as an anti-government extremist hate group. That's me, Chris Anhall, Hall, anti-government extremist hate group. I've been on their list for, that was 2016, so over, over, oh, that'd be five years now. Over six years, I have been on their, they, I have been labeled by the Southern Poverty Law Center, which trains the Department of Homeland Security, as an anti-government extremist hate group. So they they think I'm an anti-government extremist. I'm not anti-government. I am not a violent extremist. As a matter of fact, I'm probably one of the most vocal people. I we created a stinking documentary, give me a break, about peaceful non-compliance. I'm not anti-government, I'm anti-lawless government. I am about a government that is to submit to the supreme law of the land, whether it be the U.S. Constitution or your state constitution. I am not an anti-government person. I am an anti-lawless government. And that's what they hate about me because I teach the truth about the legal way government is supposed to work, the constitutional way that government's supposed to work. I'm not anti-government. They're just anti-constitution. They're anti-rights. And that's what this entire narrative is about, guys. That's what this entire article is about. This entire article is about how the Patriot Act justifies indefinitely detaining people that walked through the Capitol with cameras. Indefinitely detaining and prosecuting people for trespass. Indefinitely detaining people for trespass. That's what this is all about. You see, it's been going on since 2014. And if we had known in 2014 what we know now, we could have stopped people from being invited into the Capitol by Capitol piece and want Police and walking through the Capitol taking pictures dressed like buffaloes. This is how this begins. This is the narrative shift for midterms. We are justified to persecute people. We are justified to prosecute people, though nothing violent happened unless it was by our hand. Because it was the government that executed Lavoie Finnegan. Lavoie Finnegan was not violent. It was the government that shot that woman coming through the window. But this is going to be the narrative. They're going to try to tie and link all of this together to justify the persecution of people who have done nothing but have an ideology that the founders of our country had. An ideology of Constitution, liberty, and the rights of the people. Mark my words. This is the narrative shift for midterms. We are justified to come against the people who say they support liberty. We are justified because now we're all lumped into the Trump bandwagon. I don't know how it so happened that Donald Trump was able to co-opt the entire Constitution as his ideology. Because there are many people who support a constitutional ideology. There are many people who support this understanding of the people of America living in a constitutional republic, supporting the foundations, the liberty-first principles established by our founders that have absolutely nothing to do with Donald Trump. But you know what? They co-opted it. Why? Because it's about tribalism. And if they can dump us all in that same bandwagon, then they can go and blanket persecute and build an entire political mantra that might just save their liberal blue behinds at midterm. But we don't intimidate easily. We're going to stay firm in our stand for liberty. We're going to stay firm in our peaceful non-compliance, right? We are going to stay firm in this understanding that our children deserve a peaceful resolution while we have the power and while we have the people to do so. So I want to play for you the just a, a small portion of what got me on the anti-government extremist hate group list for the Southern Poverty Law Center. And just so you get an idea of what this is all about, because remember, this article is all about how they are justified to come against people like Cliven and Ammon Bundy how they were justified to gun down Lavoie Finnegan and why they are justified to come after people like me who teach the Constitution, who teach liberty first principles, and they're going to build a whole political movement narrative around that, right? That's what they're going to do. So this is the video that I made in 2017. Now, I was actually in Haiti when I made this. We were doing a mission trip to Haiti And I had seen what was coming across the news. And I told JC, we've got to come out. You've got to shoot this video. The Holy Spirit rose up in me and just, you've got to do this. So I'm going to show you a portion of this. You can still get it. It's still on YouTube. They haven't pulled it down. But I want to show this to you so you can see. This is not about Ammon Bundy. And Ambon Bundy was not about an anti-government position. Clavin Bundy was not about an anti-government position. This is about the property rights of the people. It's about the Constitution. I'm Chris Ann Hall. I'm a constitutional attorney, author, educator, and talk show host. Let's talk about Oregon. Because it's not about the Hammonds. It's not about the Bundys. And it's time to take back the narrative. It's time to stop being directed and led by the media. It is time to stop being directed and led by the federal government's whims. It's time to know the facts. This is not about the Hammonds, this is not about the Bundys. This is about a federal government that is operating outside the supreme law of the land. The people are not acting lawlessly, it is the federal government that's acting lawlessly. The federal government has no authority to own any land outside Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 says that the federal government's only authority to own land is 10 square miles for Washington, D.C. and the amount of land necessary to operate forts and ports at the permission of the states. So if the states don't want the forts and ports anymore, they have the authority to withdraw the permission. The only other section that someone could claim is Article 4, Section 3, Clause 2 that deals with territories and then further uh, expands or further expounds on the application of the ownership of land that we talked about in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17. Let's be very clear about this territories thing. Go read the Constitution. Territory is capitalized. This is a proper noun with a specific meaning, and the federal government owns no territory within the continental U.S. Territory is not even land that the government owns. Territory is land that the government holds in trust for the states. Once a state petitions to become a state and a member of the Union, that is no longer a territory, and the federal government has no authority over it. You see, once a state petitions and becomes a member of the Union as a state, it is an independent, free, and sovereign government. It's called the Equal Footing Doctrine, and even the Supreme Court of the United States upholds this doctrine. It says that every state that enters the Union enters on the same footing as the first 13. Go read the Declaration of Independence, you'll see what that footing is. So, this is the video that I did. That pushed the government federal supremacists over the cliff, made the subjects of the federal government, the loyalists to the federal government, lose their stinking minds and begin their attack on me many, many years ago. By the way, this also is not a Democrat thing. This is why there are many people in the establishment Republican Party that hate me. This is why the Heritage Foundation does not like me. Because I teach the Constitution and the proper role of government. I do not teach federal supremacy. I do not teach political supremacy. I do not teach judicial supremacy. So here we have everything that i had been teaching Uh, for since 2010 and I'm bringing it to the people in video and I want you to go watch this video. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put the, uh, link here in the chat room. I'm going to put it in the show notes for later, and then you can find it. Go watch this video guys, because this is what that narrative is about. It's about making you Because you believe in the Constitution and you believe in liberty and you believe that people ought to be living in liberty, that government ought to be small, government ought to be confined by the boundaries of the Constitutions, then guess what? You are going to be the enemy. So you better be on firm standing. you got to know what is the price to be paid and the value of what you're fighting for. Because we have to be encouraged in this. We've got to keep going in this. And we've got to keep fighting in this. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me today. Please, please, if you have not already, please like and share. Like and share. If you're watching us, leave comments right now. Leave comments as you go out about what you liked about the show. Leave comments about the things that you learned on the show. Leave comments about the value you find in this show. Because trust me, when people start seeing this, they go down to the comments and they read. And they see people who are learning and who are liking and who are seeing what they want to know and 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 truth being told. Then you will encourage other people to watch as well. And when you encourage other people to truth, you start that rethinking process. And you may be the one that plants that red pill seed. So please like and share and leave your comments. And JC and I are ever so grateful for you being with us. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you next time. God bless. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option.